What's poppin'? This is Tay and Cass with the Level the Fuck Up Podcast. What is poppin' Level Up Tribe? Welcome to a new week. We hope you're kicking ass, taking names. Happy freaking Tuesday. Um, if you aren't feeling the best this week, I just want you to take a second and actually Taylor and I are both going to do this right now. We're going to do a breathing exercise because your girl's been a hippie lately and we're just going to start this podcast with a breathing exercise. I love that. Here we go. We are going to do a deep breath in and a deep breath out and do that three times. And if we sound like crazy people over here, that's fine. You're going to hear us breathing. Okay. Three times. One big breath in. One big breath out. Okay, right, two more times. If you're in your car, do this with us. No matter where you are, do this with us. Here we go. One big breath in. One big breath out. And one more time. One big breath in. One big breath out. Wow. Vibes. I could do about 20 more of those. Okay, wow, today we are diving in. We are diving in to confidence with anxiety. If you have anxiety, which the majority of us either have it or we don't realize we have it, if you have stress or anxiety in your life right now, I want you to realize that a number one thing that will help with that is breathing, is breathing exercises, is meditation. A lot of y'all will be like, I don't even fucking do meditation, nor do I like it, nor do I know how to do it. The answer is give yourself five minutes to just breathe. Big, deep breaths in, big, deep breaths out. And commit to just five minutes a day. That's it. That's all. This week, I'm going to keep it short and simple. Commit to five minutes of breathing in and breathing out for five minutes. And I promise you, you will feel better. So with that being said, let's dive in to different types of anxiety. And I'll just start off with me explaining my anxiety and Tay can go ahead and dive into the way she views anxiety and feels anxiety. Um, so for those of you that don't know, I have had anxiety for about shit, three years now. I can't believe I just said that. Wow. Uh, three years flies by. Um, I tried everything under the sun in regards to, um, meditation, to slowing down, to not working as much and ultimately came to the realization that I wanted to be on anxiety meds. I am on Zoloft. It is the most amazing thing for me. I love it, um, to each their own on different, um, levels of what they want to do. But with that being said, where I am with my anxiety journey now at 29 and three years later of knowing that I did have anxiety, I would say that, A big thing for me, really, and this might be repetitive coming from me, but like my mindset behind my life and behind my business. When I focus on shifting my mindset to be feeling less overwhelmed, like if I were to look down right now, I could see a big fat to-do list. That gives me anxiety. What doesn't give me anxiety is creating a priority list of what are the top two that actually need done today? What are the top two? And I can only visually see that list. Another thing that's been really helpful for me is my morning routine from doing gratitudes to journaling. But a huge piece for me lately is meditation and the type of meditation that isn't guided. I literally will pull up on Spotify and I will just play meditation sounds. 
I'll pick one that I like and I vibe out. And I really just scan my body and how it's feeling, do some breathing exercises. And lately I've been huge into manifesting meditations. So what I'll do is work on manifesting what I want to come um, and what I'm trying to work towards. And through that, realistically, I think this is a big piece of this is there is no right or wrong answer. Allow for it to flow. Think what you want to think, say what you want to say, and allow for yourself really to just get in a flow of silence and peace because I think that that is a huge piece to just allowing for yourself to like sit in your own thoughts and sit in a space that has no noise, no phone, no anything that allows for you to just really like decompress. So there's my tidbit on my anxiety as of current. Tay, tell us your anxiety story. Let's fucking go. Um, I feel like that was really well said and I think that that was really like amazing to just lead with a breathing exercise because you said it earlier of like what's emotion stays emotion but like also I believe like emotion is motion and mm-hmm. I feel like when you are feeling maybe like as I I'm not like diagnosed with anxiety and like we've talked about this before on the podcast but I definitely have like anxious thoughts and like feelings where my chest gets tight when I'm really overthinking something and so I would say like that's like um very much so would be categorized as like anxiety mm-hmm. um but it's like very much so put on by thought like it's not um something maybe I just carry every day with me but mm-hmm. um I would say my perspective on like having confidence through anxiety is really like okay first I want to break down like like the the definition of like confidence is I think like in the urban dictionary I remember researching this before um one of our inner circles a long time ago but I I remember it being like um confidence equals self-trust and so anxiety is like an emotion that comes up in you where I would say for and I'm going to speak for myself obviously but like it's very much so when I am reminded of things that I told myself I would do. And so when I'm having like anxiety and con- like the confidence within anxiety, it's like when I am not following through with something that I said I was going to do or maybe I put the expectation way too fucking high for myself that no one could even meet that, but I'm so su- I'm subconsciously giving myself anxiety and lower confidence at the same time because I can't meet something that I told myself that I wanted to do. And so in return, that's like breaking my own trust. Mm-hmm. And so um, my view of that is just like Cass said of instead of doing the entire to-do list that you need to do, um, just doing the priority list. And I don't have anxiety, but I have ADHD. And so my brain has a really hard time processing priorities. Like it's super hard for me to be able to choose what, what's the, cause then I like justify like, well, this one was this client. And then this one over here, she really needs it the most because she's feeling this way. And, but like, so it's so hard in my brain to actually prioritize. And so what I have to do is I have to brain dump. So I have to give myself everything inside my brain and then I color code which ones are most important and then from there I like cross off the list to what I can do on Monday what I can do on Tuesday what I can do on Wednesday because that's just that's how my brain works um but that really helps with anxiety for me or like anxious thoughts or feeling yeah like 
lower confidence in what I can do. The other day I was talking with a friend who actually um, I grew up in high school with, and she actually now lives in Nashville and she's doing the Mindset Academy as well. And so through that, we do big meditations um, during the sessions. And then we walked through like a different exercises that dealt with confidence. And she personally um, reached out to me and was just talking about her anxiety and how she always feels like a burden to other people. And how her anxiety is very much like she'll be in social anxiety situations to where she's always thinking like, does this person really like me? Am I a burden for having this person pick me up? Or did I say the right thing? Or did I talk too much about myself? And and those different scenarios. And I think it's interesting because I feel as though we overthink more in our later, I'll just speak for my existence, in our later 20s than we did even in high school. And maybe it's situational to my life and to other people that are around me life. But I just feel as though a lot of people are overthinking. They're trying to be perfectionist. They are in a competition of, let me show you, like, it's all the thing to social media, too, of being like, oh, I'm successful here. I bought a house. I have a successful business or a career, and I have kids, and I have friends, and I'm having fun, but I also am doing nothing and relaxing and making me time. And it's just interesting to me because I think that we live in a world of anxiety and we live in a world of stress. And we just have to know that that's the case. Like this isn't going away. Social media is not going away. The way our life is not going away. The news isn't going away. Like financially, inflation isn't going away. So like at the end of the day, we are dealt the cards that we're dealt right now. And ultimately, it is our job to minimize the way that we feel negatively. And so what I mean by that is it's going to take a dogfight to not have anxiety and to not have stress. And at the end of the day, you're going to have it weekly, you're going to have it daily. But what can you do and what is in your control to where you can consciously make an effort for it to minimize? And a big thing for me is exercise. Um, And a big thing for me is meditation. And so for you, the question becomes, what helps your anxiety? And are you prioritizing that? Because a lot of times we recognize we have anxiety, but we're not taking the steps to make it minimalize. And we're not taking the steps to reduce our stress. We continually live in a cycle of For example, like I know a lot of us financially struggle and career-wise, and we'll we'll be in this spiral of getting into, this is funny because this is Taylor's spiral, so sorry, but not sorry for calling you out in this sense because it's everybody's spiral, but getting into debt and then getting out of it, but having the routine of being in it. So then we continually overwork ourselves to get out of the debt or to buy the new thing or like to get the new car or the new house or whatever. And we live in this constant spiral of trying to always fight ourselves out of a hole that we dug ourselves in. And once we get out of the hole, we dig it again and we dig it again and we dig it again. And maybe that's debt for you. Maybe that's your health and working out. Maybe that's your business. Maybe that's a relationship. The question becomes, what hole have you been digging constantly and constantly that you get yourself out of, but you put yourself back in? Mm -hmm. That's Yeah, mic drop. Think about that one, guys. I think, too, it's like – and I'll speak for this because this is is something I can relate to – is we all have a baseline. 
And so we have a baseline of every single thing that we've proven to ourselves to be true. And I think, so I'll use the debt scenario. Um, So like multiple, multiple times I, in me and Cass's friendship, um, and I've done money mindset work. Like, I don't think that like I've a ton of fears around making money or anything like that. Um, But I, or like, you know, limiting beliefs of making money but maybe that like is bad in a sense of spending it but so it's um definitely like doing the work of like why I spend and I'm emotionally like I'm spending because I'm trying to meet an emotion um which that's definitely true for me but so the baseline thing so it's like for me my baseline this sounds really bad for a really long time was that like I was in a good twenty thousand dollars a debt and like you know, that was like a baseline for a long time. And then like, then my baseline maybe changed to maybe $8,000 a debt on like my credit card, my personal credit card or whatever. And so then it would be like, oh, well, like it's not, it's not 20. Like, so I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. And like, it would be like this thing in my brain, you know, and then I would get myself back up to the baseline. I'd get myself back up to 20. And I, and I did it three times, three times. And now I'm like almost out again. And like, I'm like $2,000 away and like, you know, really reverting my brain to being like, oh my God, like that's like barely anything, but it's like, I'm still in the negative. Like I am a negative. And, um, like, so I think it's just like, we all have that baseline, whether or not that's like, for example, um, how clean you keep your car for example, and I think I've used this analogy before, but it's like um, your car is something that we drive in every single day. So um, whatever your car is right now in a sense of like, do you have a, do you have a Starbucks coffee cup in there? Do you have you know, snacks in your front seat? Do you have your dog balls in the back seat? And like, is it a little bit muddy and your gym shit in the back? Whatever. Like, how is your car looking right now? Okay, then you go, you vacuum out your car, you clean your car, you give it a nice wash. How long is it staying clean? Like, how long is it before you get back to your baseline? Because your baseline is how you've always comfortably kept your car. Mm. Like, that you live in it. So it's like, you will get back to your baseline faster than you think you will. And so then it's like challenging yourself of what is your baseline around this specific area And what is the thing that you need to like almost shock yourself out of it? And so for me with the money piece that, I mean, I'll let you know in about a year, I have actually $20,000 of savings instead of $20,000 of debt. Um, But um, I have been in my accounts every day. So every single day I'm learning that number where before in the past, it was like I would avoid at all costs looking at my bank accounts because I would be reminded of how much I was in the negative. And like then like I would have this emotion and like whatever and it would make me feel like shit about myself. But now I've really pulled away from emotions right now and I've just been like like this is a number. This is this is the number. This is what I chose to get myself into. And I am actively, it's a fun game for me to try to get it lower and lower and lower. And then I'm going to try to shift that into a game around how to get it higher and higher and higher. And I'm in my savings account. Um, and so I think for me, that's like working in my in my baseline um, kind of like, and then if I can get $20,000 in my savings and I can see it like that, maybe that'll be like a 
transition and a baseline type of vibe for me. Um, but it's just like shocking yourself and your brain because you just you create these pathways and you create these pathways around a lot of different things and habits. It's like our habits. So it's like how can you make this one specific bad habit look as unattractive and as unappealing as possible? And how can you break that habit? Because at the end of the day, it's a habit. Mm, yeah. Damn. No, that's really good. We've said it before, but she just like really hit home with the fact of like, in order to gain confidence, you have to prove to yourself that you can or you can't. And essentially, she's proving to herself that she can get out of debt and that she will stay out of debt. And mm-hmm. so it's like proving to herself that she's able to do that will allow for her to gain confidence. So it's like, what do you need to prove to yourself that you can do? And time mm-hmm. and time and again, like consistently show up in that to where you are able to stay at above it because it's easy to go below, like she said, and again and again. But like, it's almost like, what habit are you sick of not sticking to? And for me, mine was definitely from a physical the health standpoint of being like, I need to take my health, my physical health more serious. And in doing so, it has allowed for my anxiety to go down. But say like, even like, wouldn't you say that like the debt situation has allowed for you to have more anxiety and stress in your life than you, than you typically have? Oh yeah. Like money stress is something I wouldn't wish upon my worst nightmare. Um, Yeah. It's really, but it's like, Um, And then it's a shame thing because it's like you're the one that's doing it to yourself. Like you're in the fucking – you're in the ring and you're basically taking your own punches. Like (laughs) Literally you're punching yourself. You're literally punching yourself. And I think that for for everyone listening, if you do struggle with that, it's like you really have to get down to like – why you keep making these decisions and I'm an emotional person so like I make a lot of decisions out of emotions um which is just funny to me because it's like I process like a business idea for a really long time but like something in my Amazon cart immediately sending it um and so it's like really now I I have to have certain thoughts I think about before I buy something because those are my spending habits and so it's like if I, um, if I'm like, oh my gosh, my like water bottle has a scratch on it. Maybe I'll get a new water bottle. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, you know, why do you need a new water? You know what I mean? Like talking to yourself through it or like if I'm having a bad funky day and I'm just feeling like piece of shit, I'm hungover. I don't know, whatever happened, something happened in your life and you're feeling some type of way. It's like in those moments, I want to fucking buy something and I want to get a package on my fucking doorstep and I want it to be Christmas. Like, I don't know what it is, but I just, I love that feeling of something popping up on my doorstep and like almost like not knowing what it is because you forgot what you ordered and then opening it and be like, oh my God, like this is so fun. And I mean, I definitely, I, I, <laughs> I still order things, but like I have rules in my head of like, is this something that's moving my needle forward? And like, I have an entire list now in my notes of like, if I wanted a new water bottle or like, if I wanted whatever it is that you want, it's like, I have, I put it in my notes app. So I I put it like under wants and I have all of my wants in my notes app. So like maybe for Christmas or my birthday, I can end up sending it to somebody, but like, (laughs) but I have it there. And so it's like, it's on my brain and I'm like, okay, so it's somewhere. But it doesn't need to be in my shopping cart. 
But it's like that that thought of wanting that, that's valid. And like I validate it, but like it's not needed to like exchange my hard-earned money for it. And so it's like um, – and then before all of my wants, I have house with a backyard in caps. And so like now anytime I like want to go to my wants, like notes app to get myself something maybe, I see in capital letters backyard fucking with a, a new house in the backyard and so it's like I have to remind myself of like what's the biggest priority mm. not what's like the short-term little thing that will like give you a boost of whatever the fuck you're looking for it's mm-hmm. um so yeah that's for me but I would say too like financially if you are trying to get out of debt like honestly every single person like if I spend money on um on wine you're spending money on cigarettes or or you're spending money on your craving of, you know, juices, natural juices that you get. It's like or Starbucks. Like it's like the the money that I'm using every month for my personal addictions, you're using that in somewhere else. And it's like, where are you using like where's that addiction money like that you're spending that you don't need to really be spending that you've been justifying for so long and maybe it it is that coffee and you need to fucking quit it because it's like god damn like those starbucks fucking that caffeine hit is not it's not it's not getting you to what you want the most and um i think too it's like the hulu subscription that you have then do you need hulu netflix amazon prime um all of those subscriptions no like you do not and you should cancel them immediately and like you know you should just think of like go through even your app on your phone like your apple and your settings there's a subscription thing like what apps are you paying for right now every month that you kind of forget that you're paying for what gym memberships are you paying for that you are not going to it's like fucking cancel them and get your ass out of debt and i'm saying this because this is my mindset right now so welcome to the club <laughs> welcome to the club um uh, but i would also say too of like what she just touched on with addictions like we all have an addiction whether that is to social media whether that is to spending whether that is to netflix whether that's laying in bed extra long like what is your addiction in your life right now that you continually allow in your life, but also how is it creating anxiety in your life? And I want you to correlate the two. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to make that the ugliest thing you've ever seen. Taylor talked about it earlier. Like, how can you make this an ugly habit? How can you make this something? You said it really well earlier. I'm like, I can't even the most unattractive thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Literally making it the most unattractive thing ever. And identify what that is for you. For me, I'm going to just say what mine it has been lately. Mine has literally been watching Netflix in bed before I go to sleep. And it's my way of like not working. But ultimately, I have realized the anxiety it brings in my life the next day. And I just have just it's just not a good habit right now in my life. So that is what I am going to eliminate. I'm not going to watch Netflix in my bed. Um, I also asked Kyle to not have the TV in the bedroom, but you know, we, I lost that one. So it's fine. I'm just going to have to pull myself and be mentally strong and not turn it on when I go to bed. Um, but that, that's a big one for me. And, um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And it's to cut out the anxiety. I think, so I'm going to just read, um, I just Googled this, uh, um, how to break a habit from atomic habits mm-hmm. and um because it's like so good but I was like I wanted to like read it in the way that he wrote it because I remembered yeah. it in my brain 
So he says, in order to stop a bad habit, you must first reduce your exposure to remove the cues of your bad habits from your environment. And then um, I'm like, there's more steps to it, but it's not listing it on Google. But basically, it's like your cues and your exposure, right? So it's like for, for Cass, it's like seeing the TV and the remote in bed. That's a cue to watch the TV like subconsciously it's almost like if you could hide the fucking remote from yourself or put it all the way downstairs so it's so inconvenient so when you're upstairs you're like I'm not gonna fucking get that downstairs like so remove the cue um but like even even for me deleting the Amazon app deleting the free people app deleting the apps that I shop the most on delete that shit is there really free people app what is there really a free people app you didn't know that well, I'm yes. glad I didn't now, but what yes. the fuck? Yes. All the big, like, shopping companies, that one. <laughs> Urban Outfitters, all, all, Princess Polly, all of them. Um, I'm going to make sure all these are deleted off your phone. Oh serious, seriously, especially Amazon for some reason because you can get yeah. in, in a couple of days. But anyways, and then, like, the queue and then making it, like, the most unattractive thing you've ever seen. So it's, like, it's just in with, with eating bad, it's, like, okay you're not gonna eat shitty food in your house if you don't fucking see it like you're mm-hmm. you're not gonna do it you're not you're 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 setting your fucking self up for fucking failure every single time you have a habit and you set up the cues to be super easy to do it so make it like it's the hardest fucking thing to do and make it ugly how the fuck can you make it the ugliest thing? Maybe you need to look up a YouTube video about the one food thing that you crave the most. Like I, I love Takis, but it's like you need to look up all the ingredients in there and like what they can do to you. Can they give you cancer tomorrow? Probably. <laughs> like, like, like truly make it so fucking ugly. And, um, and then that will set you up for success. <laughs> And on that note, guys, thank you for being here today. Honestly, there was a lot of mic drops in that. Taylor was going fire flame. So um, I hope that you guys so were you. Were lit on fire and are ready to break all your shitty habits. But also just know you're not the only one that deals with anxiety. And it's a constant thing of anxiety mm-hmm. and confidence are two things people struggle with. And it's two things we continually have to work at. Mm-hmm. And so we are right there with you. Um, thank you for listening. We love you guys. Rate and review. And we love you guys. Level the fuck up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> love you.